Hey, it's Markay from the Markay Show. You hear me every day from 10 a.m. to noon on News 104.5 WOKV. First of all, thanks for listening to the Markay Show podcast. Second, if you haven't yet, be sure to subscribe to the Burrish Daily Discussion podcast and Jacksonville's morning news interviews. And don't forget to head to iTunes and Google Play and leave a review. Thanks for listening. I've got to get Marte more time on the air. Be careful what you wish for, Jacksonville. You just might get it. We want us some Marte. We're entertaining meets informative. You make it easier to go to work knowing I get to listen to you for two hours a day. Local stories, local issues. Just call it like it is. You are standing solid on truth. I love your show, brother. Two full hours of the Marte Show starts right now. And we have been getting just a ton of random open mic messages about everything under the sun. Uh, but we've gotten 20 that basically say this. Good morning. I didn't hear the No Collusion song yesterday, and all of my coworkers kept talking about it. Would you mind playing it one more time? All right. No collusion. No, no collusion. No collusion. No, no collusion. No collusion. No, no collusion. 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 No obstruction. Whoa. Horror show. Whoa. I don't think so. Whoa. Mueller's probe scum on top, and it had to be stopped. Whoa. Horror show. Whoa. I don't think so. Whoa. Mueller's probe. It was for justice now with courts. Call me the CIA or somebody. And for me, that could be a little dicey. Everybody leaves the den of thieves, but they were nasty. No loyalty. Clippers, criminal acts. Hold your back. 13 angry Democrats. The media never covers that. I say enemy of the people. It's called flipping, and it's going to be illegal. Crazy, our president is crazy. 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 Crazy, our president is crazy. phony. Crazy, our president is crazy. Separating the families. Crazy, our president is crazy. It's not easy. No, 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 no collusion. Is no, 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 no collusion. No, 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 no collusion. Is no, 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 no obstruction. No, 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 no collusion. Is no, 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 no collusion. No, 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 no collusion. Is no, 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 no obstruction. I know all about flipping. Robert Mueller's got nothing. I know all about flipping. Not like a ship, just keep going. The Pfizer report, go after Manafort. I would like to talk, never show up to court. Tweet it. There was nobody to collude with. Flip on whoever the next highest one is. I didn't want to. Fake news. I didn't want to. Fake news. No collusion. No, 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 no collusion. It's like Max Hedgehog. No collusion. 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 No obstruction. No obstruction. That is actually, you know, the more I hear it, the more I, every time I hear it, I pick up something new. And uh, it's really exciting. I don't know who did that. We got it from our news partners, WDBO in Orlando, Joe Kelly. Uh, he didn't do it either. He's, I mean, we, someone with a lot more talent and way too much time on their hands put that together, but we appreciate it. Um, we'll play that. Yeah, we'll play that until you guys get sick and tired of it. 855-765-1045 is the number. 855-765-1045 is the number. There's a lot going on today, too, man. Speaking of which, first of all, this Michael Avenatti thing we've got to talk about, which is because that thing is just, it's just crazy how. I was watch. I went home, and here's the deal. My wife now. Uh, I go home for lunch every day because you know shows over noon. So I pack up my stuff. I go home. My wife and I used to have lunch together. It was very sweet. But now she does this like uh, she does these. I don't even know what they are. It's some kind of like special diet drink at lunch, whatever. So I go home and eat lunch by myself. But on top of that, I can no longer eat in front of her because that's just you know she because she yells. So what I what I do is I go in my office and I turn on the TV and I eat my lunch and I you know and I and I flip back and forth between Fox News and CNN because I like to watch a little you know equal time fake news real news and uh, and so I'm watching back and forth and I'm eating and I'm eating my lunch and yesterday I'm expecting it to be all about the Mueller probe. I'm like, it's going to be all about the Mueller probe, the Mueller probe this and Donald Trump that and the Democrats this. And they're going to demand the the complete report be opened up to the public. And then, of course, oh, yeah, they're all the subpoenas they want. Who do they want to, to interview on the Hill? Well, of course, William Barr. 
They've already told him, hey, you got to show up. And by April 2nd, you've got to uh, bring this whole report with you, too. Also, who else? They're, they're going to want Rod Rosenstein, probably. They're, they're definitely going to want to talk to Mueller eventually, seeing as how he screwed the whole thing up for them. So I'm watching the news, and all of a sudden, there's a big, major breaking news alert that Michael Avenatti, of, of Stormy Daniels fame, is being arrested in, like, it was in New York and then also Los Angeles because he had this massive scheme going where he was trying, he was trying to defraud Nike of $25 million. And as I'm, you know, as I'm, as I'm getting the gist of it, I'm listening to it and they're like, Michael Avenatti, who basically is, uh, he's now just famous for being a lawyer, you know, they're like famous lawyer. You don't really even know what he does other than the fact that he he represented Stormy Daniels in her in her suit against the president. So Michael Avenatti, who's a celebrity lawyer, is now I guess the, the gist of it is like basically he threatened Nike that if they didn't pay him twenty five million dollars, basically he was going to use his celebrity status and his media savvy and his Twitter following. And, I mean, you know, don't forget, CNN loved this guy forever. And the CNN put this guy on the news every single day. He was, in fact, when I was flipping back and forth, I would go to Fox News and on CNN, they would say they would say uh, Stormy Daniels attorney Michael Avenatti arrested. But on Fox News, they would say CNN's favorite analyst and Stormy Daniels attorney arrested, which I thought was kind of a funny little kind of kind of like a little you know poke in the. Oh, the other thing I saw when I was watching Tucker Carlson later that night, I saw the uh, it was it was something like um slimy porn lawyer Michael Avenatti arrested. So they came up with some really great descriptors for the guy. Anyway, the, basically, he wanted $25 million from Nike or he was going to try to bury their company with his Twitter. I, there's, uh, we'll, get into the, we'll get into the specifics, but that's basically the gist of it. He was blackmailing Nike. And at first I thought to myself, well, you know, I mean, I'm not a big fan of either of these <laughs> these two parties. Michael Avenatti has always been a, a slimy porn lawyer. Uh, the fact, the way that he talked about the president and the way that he used his platform just to become famous and the fact that he represented Stormy Daniels and the things that he said and the lies that he made. Do you remember when he, there was this one point where Michael Avenatti tweeted a blank DVD or a blank CD or something. He tweeted it and he said something to the president like, uh, you know, getting nervous or something like there was like and of course, Donald Trump wrote back. No, but uh, he was lying about some kind of evidence he had on a CD or a DVD. And really, it was just an effort to build up his Twitter following, which, you know, it worked. And it got him again a, a regular post on CNN. So this guy's no fan of of Donald Trump, of Republicans, of conservatives, of anybody really other than Michael Avenatti. He is Michael Avenatti is Michael Avenatti's biggest fan. So at first I thought, well, good, he's getting what he deserves. But then, you know, you look at Nike and lately I'm no fan of Nike either because they paid Colin Kaepernick, what, like twenty five bazillion dollars to push sneakers, even though he's not playing any sports. And he uh, led the whole, you know, kneel down movement in the NFL, basically destroyed football, in my personal opinion, really, really destroyed uh, the sport and the a lot of people's enjoyment of this politicized it is what he did. Colin Kaepernick is guilty uh, and responsible for politicizing the sport of football. He took what was once just a fun pastime that people played and made millions of dollars at and the fans could enjoy and we could go to the games and get drunk and fight with each other and it was just a blast. And then he, he made it all political and, and basically now it's all now it's all ruined. Uh, but anyway, so then I'm thinking to myself, well, I don't really like Michael Avenatti, but then I wouldn't really feel bad if Nike lost $25 million in some kind of scheme either. Um, then he, and anyway, I watched the story unfold and it, and it seems like he's got some jail time coming to him. Although he claims he's going to be vindicated, he claims he's going to be totally vindicated, uh, which is really weird because he claimed the same thing about Stormy Daniels. Yet Donald Trump is still the president and Stormy Daniels is, uh, you know, still doing striptease shows around the country. I think she's coming to the area. I think she's coming back to Gainesville or something, too, if you wanted to get some tickets. So, and look, it, the interesting thing, though, is it just seems that. One by one, every single one of the president's detractors, the president's accusers, people who have st tried to build their fame and their fortune and their glory on bringing down the president are are just are just losing. You know, just lose. Like Donald Trump says, 
you know, we are gonna get we're gonna win so much that you're gonna be that you're gonna be sick and tired of winning. We will win and we will win and we will win. Right. And then again, he won this weekend. He won yesterday. He's getting a million uh billion dollars, sorry, again in funding additional for his wall. He just Donald Trump just keeps winning in this scenario when the people that tried to tear him down are not just losing, but turn out to be losers. They're they're lying and they're cheating and they're committing these crimes. Michael Cohen is another one tried to flip on Donald Trump and now will be spending a significant part of his life in jail. Now we see Michael Avenatti doing the same thing. It's really it's really an interesting and I don't know if it's like that woman saying about in her country song yesterday that she sent us via open mic about karma, but it seems like it seems like karma definitely is coming back to to bite some people. And just in time, too, because these primaries, man, these this uh, 2020 election is heating up. 855-765-1045. We got to take a quick break. 855-765-1045. If you want to get through on the phone and uh, you mention anything about Avenatti or, or collusion or anything else that you may have uh, been concerned about over the past 24 hours, we've got some open mic messages that we're going to get to here in just a minute. And, oh, also, I don't know if you heard about I don't know if you heard about Cardi B, but. She may be in some serious trouble, too. I'll tell you all about that in just a minute. It's the Mark K Show on News 104.5 WOKV. This is the Mark K Show. My name is Mark K. Thanks so much for joining me today. 855-765-1045 or star star. This is really cool. This is really cool. If you're really lazy or numbers are difficult for you, just pick up the phone and dial star star 1045. Star Star 1045 on your cell phone, and that'll get you right through uh, to the studio, and you can comment on whatever you want. Well, yeah, by the way, there was this guy. I don't know if you heard. Um, I don't know if you heard this story, but there was this guy. I want to say he worked at uh, some kind of rental car company, and he he thought <laughs> he thought his coworkers had a lot of negative energy. So what he did was he spiked their uh, drinks with LSD. He thought they were quote too uptight and they needed to have better energy. So he took LSD, which I didn't even know was a thing. I didn't know people were still doing LSD. Uh, it's one of the most powerful mood-changing chemicals. Its effects could include hallucina- uh, hallucinations, increased heart rate, intensified feelings, and sensory experiences. It changes a person's sense of time. Anyway, he, he drugged his employee, his fellow employees, and they had to go to the hospital. A lot of them were feeling nauseous and had headaches and stuff like that. But, um, man, I'll tell you what, if... If that there's a lot of people around here that I would I would say have negative energy. I would never drug them because oh, speaking of drugging people, by the way, did you hear about Cardi B? Cardi B. A lot of you probably know Cardi B by now. Uh, she's a rap star and she admit she also does a lot of political stuff. You'll always hear her Instagram. We played a couple of her things. She went off about taxes one day, uh, among other stuff. Anyway, she was on her Instagram and I guess somebody accused her of having her success and her fame handed to her. And as she didn't like that, she thought that she thought that she got really upset because she said that she had to fight and scrap and work for everything she's ever gotten. And some of it was not always on the up and up. In fact, she did some illegal stuff like drugging dudes and stealing from them. Listen. Yeah, so she's saying I didn't always have it easy. I didn't always have to have it easy. When I wanted to eat, when I needed money, I would have to go to the bar and pick up a dude and say, "Yo, let's go back to your apartment." And then I would pretend that I was going to, you know, and then I would drug them and then I would rob them and leave. And that's basically that's that's basically what she did for money. That was her job was to drug guys and uh, and rob them. And a lot of people immediately were lashing out or on uh, lashing out on Instagram and Twitter saying, whoa, whoa, whoa. First of all, that's a horrible thing that you did. Second of all, that's illegal. And you just admitted it on social media. So now we all know that you did it. And third of all, people were comparing her also to R. Kelly and Bill Cosby, who did similar things. Although Bill Cosby, in his defense, he drugged the women after he was rich and famous not before he was rich and famous, like Cardi B admitted to doing. So it, it, it appears that uh, that she may be in some hot water as well because she couldn't she couldn't keep her mouth shut about illegal stuff she did in the past. Which, let's be honest, all of us before we became established or before we knew better or before we got into our settled into our careers probably did something that wasn't necessarily on the up and up. You know, probably did something that wasn't necessarily kosher or legal you know maybe you stole money from somebody or or you know lied to them i used to you know when i was a kid and i needed candy money i didn't have a job because i was a kid so i would steal money from my sister because she would babysit or whatever and i know she had a big she had a big piggy bank full of full of cash 
And so my and it was weird. My parents, I don't know, my parents had they were they would say, hey, I would go and say, hey, can I go to the candy store? And they'd say, sure. So I'd walk to the candy store. They never asked me where I got the money. So in a way, they were, you know, in a way, uh, they were um, accessories to the crime. But whatever, I'd go and I'd take a dollar, and I'd and it was only a dollar, except it was Canada. So really, with the exchange rate, it was more like a buck twenty-five because because uh, the horrible exchange rate. And I'd go and I'd buy candy, and and then eventually, like now, I don't steal money from my sister anymore because. Well, she still lives in Canada, and also she doesn't have any money. <laughs> so, so I'd be barking up the wrong tree with that one. But everybody, I believe, in their in their past, whether it was in college and you did something that maybe you weren't proud of for money, or maybe it was at work, or maybe you you ever find money at work, like maybe in a restaurant, and you thought to yourself, oh, I had a friend in college who ran a pyramid scheme, which, I mean, I, I think he ran it before it was illegal, but clearly... When he was describing it to all of us, trying to get us to buy in, it really seemed illegal to me. But he was able to he was able to make a decent living at it. 855-765-1045. Call us. You don't have to you don't have to give your name. You don't have to give your name. You can be anonymous. We're not going to track you down or anything. But let us know if you ever, before you were established and before you were a sensible adult, did something like Cardi B, did something less than legal just to get by. 855-765-1045. You can leave us an open mic message, too. This is the Mark K Show on News 104.5 WOKV. By the way, scheduled to appear live on the Marque Show tomorrow here in studio with us, the uh, founder and creator and I think the driver of Gravedigger, Dennis Anderson. Uh, he's going to be in town promoting this uh, new um, new Monster Jam special that they've got. Anyway, we'll talk to him a little bit, and maybe we'll play some Jacksonville Squares tomorrow. Since we're going to have Dennis, since we're going to have a, a celebrity in studio, that's always a great thing to do. We may have some tickets for this event too, which would be great. Uh, anyway, that's tomorrow morning, Dennis Anderson. If you're a Grave Digger fan, if you're a Monster Truck fan, you should definitely tune in and also watch because we'll have them live on the stream uh, on Twitch, on Facebook. We're also on YouTube and ins- and uh, not Instagram. What's the one I'm talking about? Periscope. We're on Periscope, which is based. Basically, just Twitter. Go to at Mark K Show on Twitter, and you can follow along. All right, so nobody listening has ever done anything illegal, uh, or they don't want to admit it. That's, I'm, I'm probably it's probably the latter because one time when we talked about um, convicts having guns, we had, we were inundated with calls from convicted felons. So I know that it's not the maybe it's just the admitting it part. But Cardi B could be in hot water now because she's and this is the thing, man. The, the more you open your mouth, the more you try to explain yourself, or the more things you admit on social media, the deeper in your own doo doo you could step. And she she may have stepped in it. She admitted that before she was famous, when she needed money. She would she would uh, drug guys didn't say how she did it didn't say if she, she just gave them a lot of whiskey or she slipped something in, in something in their drinks and then she would rob them and she would take their money a friend of mine in college and I know this is illegal but I don't think anyone really realized it he was a bookie uh, you know he wasn't like the break your leg kind of back alley bookie but he was he was like one he was like this this rich white dude and he was really good with numbers I think he was in school on a math scholarship actually so he was really good at keeping odds and things like that but he just started I guess people wanted to bet on on basketball and football and he started taking the book and he would collect the money and he and people he was trustworthy people would divvy it up and of course he won whether or not you won or lost he always took his cut and he would show and people were very honest about it for whatever reason, people were very honest about it. They would just they would just walk up to him and say, here's the money I owe you. He'd say thanks. And then he'd take the money and pay it off to someone else who he won. And he did that all through college. May still do it today. I don't even know. Never got caught. Never got busted. Um, and, you know, and it seemed he had he had no qualms about it. He had no problems with it. But if, if you think about it, being a uh, being a bookmaker, that's illegal. That's illegal. I probably shouldn't. I probably shouldn't tell his name. No, I don't even remember his name. Don't call me. I have no idea. I, I don't remember his name at all. Eight five five seven six five one zero four five is the number. Eight five five seven six five one zero four five is the number. And I'm not saying being a bookie and you know taking bets on sports for your college friends is any in, in is in any way, shape, or form as bad as what Cardi B claims to have done, which is drug guys and steal their property while she's hooking up with them in a hotel room. But hey, they say there's no victimless crime. Right. There's no victimless crime. Uh, you got to do what you got to do to get by eight, five, five, seven, six, five, one, oh, four, five. Or you can uh, or you can leave us an open mic message. This is Jay in Flagler County. Hey, Jay, how are you? Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. I was um, you know, interested in your, your comments today. It happened to occur to me that uh, didn't Barack Obama one time admit to, in his words, using blow? Using probably. Probably. He did. Yeah. I, I mean, he also. Blow, but he, 
I mean, there's pictures of him like smoking weed. Isn't there another one of those? I mean, that's there's all sorts of look drugs. Here's the thing. Drugs. I think a lot of people on the left and on the right don't consider to be illegal. And that wasn't to make money. I, I think he actually had to spend money on uh, unless he got it for free from somebody. Unless, you know, he got it from a, one of his supporters uh, for free. Eight, five, five, seven, six, five, one, oh, four, five is the number. This is Otis from Jacksonville. How you doing, Otis? Hey, how you doing, there, Mark? We love you out here. Oh, great, Otis. I love you in here. Awesome, <laughs> man. I'll tell you. <laughs> That's not, a word. It's not what I meant. Anyway, go ahead. What do you, you want to say, sir? Well, I'll tell you what. Back in, uh, I was born in 1940, and in 1959, 1960, I was a stripper man, <laughs> and it got me all the way through school. <laughs> you, you were a stripper in the 50s? Yes, I was, uh, and they paid good money back then, you know. Really? Yes, sir. I didn't know they had Maelstrom. I didn't know they had, like, Chippendales back in the 50s. Well, it wasn't no Chippendale, but it was illegal, you know, and uh, the, the Deacon's wives used to pay me big money for it, but no, I, I won't say it if you won't. <laughs> no, I, 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 I sure won't. Hey, th- thanks so much, Otis, for the call. We appreciate, we appreciate the Deacon's wives. Anonymous, how are you? Hey, what's going on, man? How you doing? Hey, we're good, Anonymous. What are you copping to? What did you do in the past that may not have been on the up and up? Bumping runs. What are bumping runs? So you set up a, like a little an accident with somebody, okay. and uh, you get them to get them to pay you off so you don't call the cops. What do you mean you like, like you would I, would you like you would jump in front of someone's car with a bicycle with a bicycle bicycle or. A bicycle or walking, yeah. And they would hit you, and then you would, get, and they would get out of the car and give you money so that you didn't. You wouldn't call, call the cops. cops, yeah. How often? Right. How often did you do the bumping runs? I I did it like probably, I don't know, quite a few times uh, when I was in junior high and high school. And did you make a lot of money bumping and running? Yeah, yeah. Usually, usually anywhere from uh, fifty to a hundred bucks a shot. Wow. Did you ever get? Did you ever get injured? Uh, yeah, one time I ran into the side of a car and made it to like, they hit me, Yeah, but I actually like really got road rash pretty bad. Wow. Did you get any money? Yeah, it was cool. It was, uh, yeah, I did. It was cool. Okay, good. All right, good. Well, that's good. Wow. I never thought of that. I'm going to be honest with you. I got hit by a car once. I was in New York and I was rollerblading because I was cool and I got hit by a cab, but I didn't get, the guy got out and started screaming at me and yelling at me and pointing his finger and I couldn't understand a damn word he said, but he did not give me any money. What's, and I didn't even think about it. I should ask him for cash. John from St. Augustine, how are you? Hey, Mark, how are you? Hey, doing good, John. What uh, what are you copping to? What did you used to do for money? Uh, man, nothing big. Back in the day, I ran naked through a um, high school committee. They had some big shots come in from all over town, run naked through their banquet. I had a ski mask on. Did they? Wait, you did that for money? Uh, yeah, actually, two teachers paid me off to do it. <laughs> Okay. Paid my way to the Key Club convention that year. The, the Key Club, oh, perfect. That's <laughs> wow. That's uh, wow. And I thought the St. John's County School System was superior to the Duval County School System, uh, but I could be wrong. Anonymous from Jacksonville, how are you? Hey, I'm doing great, Mark. How are you doing? Oh, doing great. I'm learning a lot about our audience today. It's really exciting. I learned what a bump and run was. That was that was pretty cool. Uh, Anonymous, what did you do in the past that was illegal? That uh, you know you did it to get by to make some extra cash, and now that you look back on it, you're like, yeah, that probably wasn't on the up and up. Yeah, well, what I used to do was wasn't really for money, but just for having a good time. Was uh, we would go to Walmart and just load up a cart and just walk out the front door. Oh, so grand theft is what you would do. Yeah, so everything, I mean, we take, unload it up with, like, four, four, mostly just beer, you know? We just put, like, two, three cases of beer in there, and yeah. just, I have a receipt in my hand and just walk out the front door. So you, when, where'd you get the I receipt? Think, just I'm the, well, I would just find one. You was, the trash can. They yeah. I'm the reason why, I'm the reason why they have those people at the door that annoy you now when you walk out. <laughs> to check your receipt. You're the reason. I got to show them my receipt when I'm walking out of the Walmart with more than $200 worth of stuff. Wow. Wow, that is, I mean, that that's really, that's very illegal. That's that's probably the most illegal thing we've heard about all day. 855-765-1045. You can leave us an open mic message, too, if you're really scared about people, um, you know, knowing your voice or us getting your phone number or anything. But let us know. You can be anonymous. You can change your name. You can do whatever you want. Cardi B says before she was famous, before she had cash of her own, she would drug guys, take them back to the room and rob them. What did you do? 
855-765-1045. Quick break. This is the Mark K Show. We'll be right back on News 104.5 WOKV. Mark K cracks me up. He got all these people dry snitching on themselves live on the radio. And I'm in here dying laughing about it. <laughs> I'm, so, I'm so glad you're enjoying all the... Uh, all the dry snitching. What's dry snitching? What makes this dry snitching as opposed to, you know, wet snitching? Which is just, uh, that sounds right. 855-765-1045. So, look, look don't hate the, the sinner, hate the sin, right? That's what they always say. Because those of, those of you without sin uh, cast the first stone. Cardi B is saying when she, before she was famous and she needed money, she did what she had to do to survive. And if doing what she had to do to survive meant drugging dudes and dragging them back to her room and pretending that she was going to have sex with them and then instead just stealing their stuff and running away with it and robbing them, you know, that's that was back then. That was, you know, she didn't have everything handed to her on a silver platter. Apparently, neither did a lot of other people because we had a ton of folks call in and admit that they've done bump and runs, which I didn't know what that is. But uh, but it's when you walk in front of a car, you ride your bike in front of a car, hit them and then get the person to pay you off so that they don't call the cops. That's really that's, that's really is that illegal or is that just a really bad idea? I guess it's illegal. I guess it's got. If there's any lawyers that know whether bumping and running is illegal, uh, let me know. Shiloh from St. Augustine, how you doing, Shiloh? Fine, thank you. Oh, good. Uh, this isn't this isn't about me, but I think it'll be interesting for your listeners. You think so? I knew a person named Percy Palefield. <laughs> okay. Well, listen, oh, if you want to if you want to rat yourself out, that's one thing. Well, let's not rat out other people. We're gonna <laughs> thanks. 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 Oh, this isn't about me, but my friend Lucas Johnson, who lives at 8940 Main Street, he's he's cockfighting in the backyard. You got to send the police to go get him. 855-765-1045 or star star 1045 on, on your cell phone. Anonymous from Middleburg. How are you? Good. You? Hey, good. Is this about you or somebody else? It's about me. Oh, okay, good. Fantastic. <laughs> All right, Anonymous, what did you do uh, What you do that wasn't on the up and up, wasn't so legal back in the day? Uh, well, I used to live in St. Augustine, and I used to go into the Walmart there. I'm one of the reasons why they locked up all the radar detectors in a glass case now, because I had the magnet to take the, the lock off the shelf, and I took, like, seven or eight of them to turn around and sell them. Well, okay, so you had a magnet that would unlock the locked cabinet in the Walmart, and you would steal radar detectors and sell them. No, not the cabinet, the, the lock that used to be on the shelves. Oh, on the shelves. Okay, all right. Yeah, that, now, now they lock them up in the glass case. Yeah, because of you. Probably. Yeah, probably. All right, well, listen, thanks so much. No, you know, I, had a, I, I had a receipt. I did just like the other guy did. Yeah. I had a receipt, and you put it in a bag, put it in a basket, and walk up north. Wow. That is really, uh, and you thought, wait, and now how long ago was that when you did that? Oh, man, that's like 15 years ago, 10, 15 years ago. Oh, okay. All right. Hey, thanks so much for, uh, thanks so much for the call. We appreciate it. Well, that is, that Walmart in St. Augustine, that's the second person from St. Augustine who's, uh, who's targeted that Walmart. 855-765-1045 is the number. 855-765-1045 if you would like to admit to any wrongdoing. Uh, that you did in the past. And it doesn't have to be a hardcore crime. It could be like, you know, petty theft. It could be like, for example, the bookie who called in or um, or the guy who did the bump and runs, runs, which to me is just fascinating, that you would put your life in danger, you know, that you would that you would injure yourself like that just to make a little. It seems to me like there's way better ways to make money. Although, you know, what do I know? I just I just stand here and answer phone calls uh, for cash. 855-765-1045 is the number. By the way, speaking of which, uh, there is uh, this Michael Avenatti story, which is it seems like it's all about crime today. You've got Cardi B copping to these crimes she did before she was famous. Michael Avenatti uh, and his whole thing is that he was he was blackmailing Nike, which I got to be honest with you. That takes a lot of cojones. That takes a lot of cojones to actually go to a multi-million dollar Fortune 500 company and say, here's what I'm going to do unless you pay me $25 million. And, of course, there were back channels. There's this whole wire fraud, bank fraud investigation, just like with the college scandal. Remember the college scandal, how all of these people, they're not just guilty of, of bribery and crimes like that, but also wire fraud and tax fraud and everything else that goes along with it. Because as soon as you transfer the money under these false pretenses, I mean, that that's part of the whole deal. 
as soon as you do, as soon as you get involved in that whole situation, any money that's transferred for illegal purposes from bank to bank becomes bank fraud. You know, any the wire fraud, all this other, all these other interstate commerce problems, uh, and and that's exactly what's happening with Michael Avenatti now, which is ironic because he kept accusing the president of being such a horrible person. He kept accusing the president of being such a. I guess before he could get the Stormy Daniels case, he did stuff like this um, to get by. Eight five five seven six five one zero four five anonymous in Middleburg. How are you? Doing well. Oh, good. What did you used to Doing do, anonymous? Well. Um, back when I was in middle school, I had to walk to school, and uh, I would go to the Jiffy store, walk in, I'd buy a soda pop. But uh, I would go through the uh, candy aisle and fill my pockets full of Snickers, Twix, Reese's, M&M's, whatever I could. And I'd go to the lunch table and I'd sell them 75 cent a piece back when they were like a dollar twenty-five. So I'd so take you a little would, bit of a come up by my lunch. Yeah, so you would you would whatever else you would basically pay for the soda so they didn't think you were stealing because if you're at the counter paying for something, obviously you're not stealing. But but you had all the other stuff in your pockets. Right. That is correct. Huh. All right. Hey, thanks so much for calling. We appreciate it. Uh, this is Anonymous in Jacksonville. Anonymous, how are you? Anonymous, you there? Oh, Anonymous chicken out. All right. Uh, we'll take a quick break. We'll see if we can get Anonymous back on the phone. 855-765-1045 is the number. 855-765-1045. If you want to cop to it, you don't have to give your name. Is he change it or just be anonymous or whatever? Or send us an open mic message, too, using our uh, News 104.5 mobile app. It's the Mark K Show on News 104.5 WOKV. Hey, Mark, this is Detective Smith with JSO Cold Case. I'm going to need a transcript of today's shows. I think I can clear out a bunch of cases. Thank you. You are so welcome. And, uh, by the way, if you want to listen to today's show again and hear all these things one more time, we do podcast the show each and every day. You can find it on WOKV.com. You can also watch the replay on our Facebook page, The Mark K Show, or on Twitch at, well, The Mark K Show, 855-765-1045. So we somehow got people to admit crimes that they've been committed in the past that they never got busted for. Uh, much like Cardi B did on her Instagram. And Josh, uh, I'm sorry, the other Josh, just said number two is crazy. You have to talk to number two. It's crazy. Anonymous in Jacksonville. How are you? Hello, this is John, actually. Oh, John. All right, John, how are you? I'm good. I really feel ashamed of what my girlfriend and I did way back in the late 1950s. Okay. It was. My, it, hold on one second. Is it, is it something we can talk about on the air? Yeah, it is. Okay. Was it illegal at the time? I suspect it was. All it right. should have been. What did, what did you do, John? <laughs> what did you What did you and your girlfriend do? My mother had received this package in the mail from the mental health people, and she had to go out and collect on the streets, so many streets, and then send the money into mental health. Well, she didn't feel good, so she asked me to go out and collect the money. So my girlfriend and I decided, yeah, let's go collect the money. So we went and we collected money, and one of the people we collected from that we knew was... Give us names. Stop with the names. She's the one that wrote... So what happened next? We kept the money. We didn't give it to my mother. Okay. Hang on. Okay. That wasn't that crazy. That was good. (laughs) They basically stole money from from mental health uh, charities. Uh, That's just kind of lame. Anonymous in Jacksonville, how are you? You should feel ashamed of yourself. Uh, how you doing today? Hey, good, Anonymous. What did you do? Well, um, back when fireworks were a little harder to get, back in the late 60s and early 70s, Yeah. as a, t- as a teenager, I had this entrepreneurial spirit where every summer we would go to Wisconsin from Atlanta on vacation, which is right before the 4th of July. Mm-hmm. So I would save up all my money as a young teenager, and as we went through Tennessee, I would load the family sedan with fireworks. Yeah. I would take them up to Wisconsin to where I had another family, and I would sell them at retail plus 100%. Oh, that's great. So you were making some money on it. And then on the way back to Atlanta through Tennessee, I was able to buy twice as much fireworks. And when I got back to Atlanta... I sold them to all my buddies once again, retail plus 100%. Yeah, no, that's great. That's great. That all, But, you know, here's the other thing, too. Because you were going from Georgia to Tennessee to Wisconsin to Tennessee and back to Georgia, not only uh, were you selling fireworks illegally, but I'm pretty sure you broke all kinds of interstate, um, you know, smuggling laws because you're not supposed to take but those over the border. 
but I do not commit mail fraud. No, yeah, no, not mail fraud. Hey, thanks so much, or female fraud. <laughs> hey, thanks, uh, thanks so much for calling. Well, yeah, I grew up in North Carolina, and you couldn't get fireworks there either. But South Carolina was was a pyro's paradise. So every year on the 4th of July, we would, of course, could get in the car, and we would go right down to the fireworks store, and we'd load up, and we'd drive back. And then there was that one year that I guess the cops caught on because we were at south of the border. You know, Pedro says you never saw such a place. But uh, we were at south of the border. We're filling up fireworks. And all of a sudden, you see the cops right there at the border. And as soon as you drove into North Carolina, the Stadies would just pull people over, ask if you had fireworks. I mean, I guess they couldn't search your vehicle, but it was uh, it was enough to it was enough to make us not want to not want to do that anymore. Lion Johnson from the West Side. How you doing, Lion Johnson? How you doing, sir? Hey, good. What would you uh, What would you do when you were a kid that was not so much on the up and up? I didn't do that much, but it was just a comment I like to say. Oh yeah. Uh, you know, um, Al Sharpton and uh, Jesse Jackson has uh, ripped people off for years, especially the Toyota with uh, Jesse Jackson. Okay. All right. Uh, that's cool and all, but we're talking more about like your personal experiences with crime. Anonymous from Middleburg. How are you, Anonymous? Doing well, Mark. Doing well. Oh, good. What do you want to uh, say? What are you copping to? I guess you could call me Heisenberg. I'm kind of one of the reasons why people have to sign away their lives and everything when you go to buy Sudafed. Really? Um, now, I did, I did get caught doing this eventually. Uh, I spent about five years in the penitentiary for it. But what I would do is I'd go to Walmart, me and a couple buddies, my buddies would buy Sudafed. I would go and buy some other ingredients, and then we'd go to Walgreens, buy more Sudafed and a couple other ingredients that Walmart may not have had, go to Ace Hardware, buy some ingredients, yeah. and then we'd go home, and I would either give my buddies money or I'd give, exchange them for the, the product I was making, which is uh, known as methamphetamine. Yeah, no, we know. We know all about We all saw Breaking Bad. Huh, so you would, how much Sudafed would you buy at one time? Um, anywhere from between five to six boxes a day. And oh, I would wow. roughly have enough product to make about 900 to to $1,000 on a good day. Now, you don't, 900 to to $1,000, and you don't do that anymore? No, sir. I've been cleaning soap for about 10 years. Oh, fantastic. All right, fantastic. But now, here's the problem. <laughs> if you ever have, like, a stuffy nose and you go to buy, you go to the Walmart Greens, they probably, they're probably like, oh, no. <laughs> no, 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 not you. You got to go get some of the o OTC stuff. Hey, thanks so much for the... Wow, that's crazy. Chef Matt in St. Augustine. How are you, Chef Matt? Doing well, thank you. Hey, good. What are you, uh, you copping to? What, what did you do before you were established in whatever career you are now that was less than legal? Very much. We, we appreciate that. We, we can we can get rid of him. All right, never mind. Hey, uh, th thanks so much for the call. Star Star 1045 is the number. Star Star 1045. 855-765-1045 is <laughs> if you want to get through. Or you can leave us an open mic message, too. This is the Mark K Show. We're going to take a quick break. Uh, we'll be right back. Hey, and speaking of breaking news, we got some. What's up? This is the Mark K Show, 855-765-1045. We're going to get back to your uh, the illegal stuff I did before I was established calls in just a minute. But first, the charges in Cook County have been dropped against Empire actor Jesse Smollett. He uh, apparently uh, was uh, called into an emergency se session in Cook County uh, court, and the prosecutors dropped the charges against him on disorderly conduct for allegedly staging a phony attack and claiming he was a victim of a hate crime. <clears throat> there had been no clue the prosecutors planned the about-face move before the announcement, says the Chicago Tribune. A publicist for Smollett's attorney was the first to notify the news media Tuesday morning, issuing an alert that did not elaborate on the nature of the emergency. There are still federal charges being investigated, but apparently he will not be charged in Cook County, a.k.a. Chicago, uh, for what he did. Uh, he'll be he'll be free to go. There is a press conference. It looks like they're setting up on Fox News Channel. We're monitoring it. And if they come to the press conference, if there's any kind of word or or anything that we want to take, we may just jump in there and listen in on it. But uh, attorneys for Jesse Smollett now reporting and Fox News, our, our news partner now reporting that the charges against him have been dropped in Cook County. All right. Speaking of charges, let's go back and talk to you folks who did illegal stuff. Poe in St. Augustine. How you doing? Hey, Mark K., how you doing? Doing great, man. And I would like to point out, I've noticed that when we started talking about things that you did as a child or uh, before you were established that may or may not be illegal, we got a ton of calls from St. Augustine. So I don't know what's going on there. Uh, but what was it you used to do? 
Uh, before I do, I just want to say, Mark K, two hours a day keeps those liberals away. Oh, that was good. I like that. We're going to put that on a pillow. That's a good one. Um, uh, what I used to do is when I went to the movie theater, I used to be angry at the prices of the hot dogs. Yeah. They were like $4, cents. $4. So yeah. I figured out a scheme to at least get half of that money back. What I'd do is I'd go ahead and bite the bullet, buy the hot dog straight out, take all your stuff inside the theater, lay it on the seat, and then come back to the same register with the same person. Right. Pull your wallet out. Pull your wallet out like you want to buy one, buy another one, and just say, oh, man, I dropped my hot dog on the floor. I had to throw it away. I'll just buy another one. And you're counting on pity. Most of the time, they'll just give you another one. Look at that. So you were mad that hot dogs cost $4. So by scheming out of a second one, it was like it was like you were getting them half price. That's not, you know, that, that's something I'm sure happens a lot. Uh, people will go up and say, I dropped my cone. I dropped my this. Can I get another one? Hey, thanks for the call. Josh from Green Cove. Yes, sir. Hey, what you used to do when you were a kid for money that may not have been the most legal thing in the world? First of all, I want to say I love you so, Mark. Oh, well, then, Josh, I appreciate that, man. Thanks so much. Uh, I would, me and, me and a couple of my buddies, we'd go and park cars, Jaguar games, and take the money and, and just leave. It wouldn't even be our parking lot. <laughs> Wait, what? You would, <laughs> you would stand in some random parking lot, take money from people, park their cars, and then leave? That's it. What would you do with their keys? They take the keys with them. Oh, you'd you'd point to where to I see. So you'd say, hey, twenty yeah. bucks, and then you'd point to a parking spot, and then you'd run away. Yeah, you racked up three, four grand in in a game, man. Where were the people that were actually parking the cars? <laughs> they would be in different parking lots. Oh my God, that is crazy. That is, I often, you know, that's, that's, hey, thanks so much for sharing that. I often wonder about that because I'll go, like, for example, I, we were talking, we went to March Madness the other day and I pull into a parking lot and there's an attendant. I gave him 30 bucks because that's what it would cost to park at the March Madness, which is, I mean, well, that's a whole other issue. But I often, you know, when they pull out, like, they've got a stack of cash and they give me my ticket and they give me a 10 because, of course, everyone just has 220s. And all of a sudden, I drive off, and I think to myself, what is keeping this parking attendant who's carrying thousands of dollars worth of cash from just leaving? You know, what if they just walked out? How do I know this is actually an attendant? I mean, I got a ticket, and I didn't get towed or anything, but, uh, but that's crazy. Hey, Amelia from Palatka, how are you? Hi, how are you, Marquette? Doing great, Amelia. Thanks so much for calling the show. What did you, uh, what did you want to admit that you did? Uh, well, it was my late husband. Um, back in the day when the computers weren't so connected, uh, I found out after the fact that my husband had went to um, a doctor uh, in like a different, like four or five counties away okay. with an in-house pharmacy, and he would fill his stuff there, and then he would come back into into where he, where we lived at the time, and. He would go to a doctor there and have the insurance cover it. Oh, so he so insurance fraud was what you guys used to do. Well, my husband, yeah, I didn't. Yeah, your husband, no, yeah, not you. No, I get it. That's cool. Hey, thank, wow, thanks so much. How'd you find? Did you did he tell you or did you find out like after that he was dead? After he was dead. Okay. Hey, thank, I wonder if that happens a lot too. I wonder if like somebody dies and then all of a sudden all these secrets cards, you know, so you find all this cash that maybe they were hiding or you found their secret stash of drugs that they would sell or, or something like that. 855-765-1045. Andrew in Green Cove. What's up, Andrew? Hey, how's it going, Mark? Hey, good. And uh, props to you, Andrew, for not even hiding behind a f fake name. Unless, of course, your name's not actually Andrew. <laughs> no, my name's Andrew. Oh, okay. All right. What was he used to do uh, to get by, you know, to make ends meet before you were established? Well, actually, when I was a kid, my mom used to always make us uh, sneak candy into the movie theater. Oh, your mom used and to now make that I'm a Yes, my mom used to make me do it because she didn't want to spend the extra 50 cent, I guess, for the M&Ms or right. whatever it might be. And now that I'm a grown man, my wife makes me do the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> always uh, a trip always a trip to the dollar store before the movie theater. you know what they say a guy always marries a, a, a woman that's uh, a lot like his mom is, is that illegal though or is it just against the rules like i don't think that's illegal to sneak mon uh, candy into the movie i think they just don't like it because they want to make money i mean i don't think they can really arrest you for that if you have a bag of m&ms in your in your purse and a bottle of water I mean, that's their, you know, that's their problem. They're just not, they just want to get the $6 out of you that they would, they would charge you. But I don't think that's necessarily illegal. Uh, Jennifer from Jacksonville. How are you, Jennifer? 
Good. Hey, good. Um, what did you, what, oh, that's all right. What did you do, Jennifer? Um, well, when my husband arrested to make money, um, we smuggled Suboxone into the people in jail in exchange for own money. You, I'm sorry, you smuggled, so your husband was in jail, and you smuggled what into the jail? Um, Suboxone, it's a, it's a drug that gets drug addicts off drugs. Oh, you okay? And then you, and you and you did that illegally, and you made money from what? The other convicts? Oh yes, yes. Oh. He made very good money oh, I... <laughs> for a very yeah, yeah. Oh, all right. Wow. Is your husband still in jail? No, he's out now. Oh. He's been great for you know, good and straight for five years now. But oh, good. All right. At the time, it was yes. Yeah. No. All right. That's that's an wow. That's interesting. You're actually committing crimes inside a jail. I wonder if that I wonder if that evens it out. Like you know how two negatives make a positive. You're committing a crime inside a jail is actually considered a crime. John in St. Augustine, what's up? Well, back in the day when you bought a pop out of a machine, you used to have to open the door and pull the bottle straight out of the machine. Yeah. Well, I would take a bottle cap and instead of paying for the pop, I would pop the bottle cap off the bottle and drain the bottle into a cup and then sell it for a quarter to the crowd that would be around me of kids. You would... I don't, okay, uh, hold on, I'm going to I'm gonna have to work that one out of my head and figure out why that was so wrong. 855-765-1045. Also, what kids, are buying, what kids are buying soda from a creepy old dude that's carrying around in a cup? Come on, parents, teach your kids better than that. Star Star 104.5. Quick break. We're waiting on this press conference about Jesse Smollett. If it happens, uh, we'll bring it to you live right here on News 104.5 WOKV. The current discussion is really below WKOV programming. I second that. 855-765-1045 or Star Star uh, 104.5 if you're trying to get through. We're taking calls from people who, and this and this arises from Cardi B, but, you know, Jussie Smollett is another fine example. And Jussie Smollett, who uh, who lied, apparently, about, about being attacked by two men in MAGA hats. And he had this noose around his neck. You may remember the whole story was really horrifying. It was investigated as a hate crime until, um, it, you know, the tables were turned and they found out that there was no hate crime. The whole thing was a publicity stunt that the act had had set up with these two brothers and they bought all this stuff at this at this at this convenience store and they and you know he, he walked himself to the hospital and scratched himself up and did it apparently because he was I don't know he was upset about it. We are still really not even sure hundred percent why it was done and whatnot, but in the end, it turns out like he's not going to get the full weight of the law coming down on him because the charges were dropped in Chicago. The charges were dropped in Chicago. So Jussie Smollett, you know, trying to get ahead in the world, trying to make, you know, even more money, trying to make a bigger splash, whatever it was he was trying to accomplish. He uh, he may be well on his way to doing it because the charges have been dropped in Cook County. We're uh, we're still waiting on this press conference to happen. And um, and when it does, we'll bring you some of the highlights. But there you go. I mean, you know, it seems like you can get away with crime. And uh, and uh, our callers are, are just, you know, d d letting us know also that um, you know, not only not only in Chicago, but here in St. Augustine and, and Jacksonville. In fact, we got an open mic message about a guy who was explaining a better way to steal stuff from the convenience store. What you're supposed to do is put the candy bars in the soda pop cup, fill it up, put the top on and pay for that. Yeah. Uh, Lake something in Keystone Heights. How are you, Lake? Doing fine. It's Lake Dweller. Oh, Lake Dweller, how you doing? I'm fine, thank you. What I would do back in '76 yeah. when I was a college student, yeah, went, went to school in North Carolina Tobacco Belt. I would leave Jacksonville with beer, cases of beer, normally ten cases of beer that mm. you could buy at Winn Dixie for eighty-eight cents a six-pack. Wow. Go up, go up to North Carolina, and sell them there for a dollar a piece to my dormitory buddies. A dollar a beer or $6 for a six pack and then buy cartons of cigarettes for $5 and 25 cents a carton right. and bring them back to Florida and sell them to my buddies that smoke down here. Now that's not illegal and, though, is it? I mean, that's just, you're just, Oh yeah. It was oh, illegal. No, oh. it's tra transporting cigarettes across state lines without tax to being paid. Oh yeah, Florida. I guess, I guess you're right. Yeah. My father told me that cause he was a police officer when he caught me. Oh, he caught you. All right. Did he bust you? Did he, yeah. uh, did he send you to prison? Yeah. He, 
Well, no, he saw the uh, the U-Haul trailer out back because I was going to make a big haul, and he opened the trailer up, and he asked me what all that beer was doing in the back of the trailer. Yeah. And that's when he found out. Oh, I got you. You should have lied and said house party. Hey, thanks so much for, thanks so much for calling me. appreciate it. Cynthia from Fruit Cove, how are you? I'm doing great. How are you? Oh, doing really well. I'm learning a lot about the audience today. I'm learning a lot. You know, everybody, they say everybody's got a skeleton in their closet, and apparently... Uh, that is that is definitely true with this audience. What was what's yours, Cynthia? What did you do uh, before you know well, you were established? Mine, mine, was, mine was an almost. An almost. Um, I went to an interview for the MGM Grand Hotel in Las Vegas to be a waitress. Uh huh. And up there, you have to go through the union, and they'll tell you where you can go and where you can work. Right. And so I met with the manager, and first off, he offered me cocaine. Oh. I said no, I don't do drugs, but. But the second offer sounded interesting to me that if if I wanted to, they could put me up in a room upstairs and the bellhop would bring men or women to me for a cost and I would be kept upstairs. And that was, I thought about it seriously. You did. <laughs> but I didn't do it. Wow. Oh, yeah, because I was broke and I just moved there and I didn't have the money and I thought about it, but I didn't do it. You didn't do it. What would you end up doing instead? Uh, waitressing and making money. Yeah, I figure. Okay, well, the, well, good. Look, hey, good. Are you glad? Do you think you made the right decision in the end? Oh God, yes. Oh yeah, no, okay, I, right. I think so. Yeah, 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 yeah. Now I wasn't into all that stuff. I mean, I wasn't virginal or anything, but yeah. I wasn't into all that. No, I understand. Hey, thanks so much for calling. By the way, she broke the cardinal sin. What happens in Vegas stays in Vegas, and she's here in Jacksonville telling us all about it. Bob in Jacksonville, how are you? Good. How are you? Hey, good, Bob. What'd you do when you were younger? That's uh, maybe not so legal. We call it a cut and run. We would drive along the interstate and right around Christmas time, cutting Christmas trees off the interstate, then load them up in, in a lot, and then open up a Christmas tree lot on the side of the road, sell Christmas trees. Where were you cutting the Christmas trees from? Just like the the uh, the forest on the interstate? Yeah, right along the interstate. Yep. And people would buy them. Oh yeah. Wow. <laughs> yeah, we sold we sold them pretty cheap. No, yeah, you steal. Stealing's very cheap. Stealing's very cheap. Nick in Orange Park, how are you? I'm doing fine, brother. Enjoying your show. This is fun. Oh, isn't uh, it, yeah, isn't it fun? I'm I'm glad to. I'm glad everybody here has no problem admitting the uh, the sins of their past. What was yours? Well, that's a long, long time ago. I lived in an apartment house. So yeah. Apartment house. Okay. And they had a uh, laundromat. Uh huh. And I found the key to the lockbox. Where did you find that? Uh, it was stuck inside the key lock. I guess the guy forgot it behind. <laughs> so I took it, and about three days later, I went back to see if it would work, and it did. I emptied out nine uh, washing machines. You put, all my quarters, put all my quarters in a bag. And how much, yeah, and how, listen to the phone, don't listen to the radio. And how okay. much did you end up making? Oh, probably 60 or 70 bucks. 60 or 70 bucks. And did you do that and just I, the one time, or did they change the locks? I did it until they changed the lock. Yeah, I figured eventually they're going to catch on to that when they when they come to, wow. Wow, that's interesting. So you found the key to the lockbox, and instead of turning it into management, you just, uh, you, you, you know, that's, hey, you know what, it's their fault for leaving the key in the lock. I guess you could argue that, too. Rob and Stark, how you doing? Hey, Mark. Uh, this is probably illegal today mm -hmm. um we used to have a red light uh crossing the street in the back of our house so we take a long pole and we push the light to turn red and when the cars would stop we'd be loaded with water balloons and bread bags filled with water and we'd throw them at the cars and into the cars and <laughs> it was a uh, it was pretty wild but that wasn't for money that was just you know because you were bored no, no money. No, yeah, no money. Okay. <laughs> we were just jerks. That's it. No, no, we had plenty of money. We just wanted to mess with people. Hey, thanks, thanks so much. for. Yeah, sorry. We should preface this again. This is stuff you did to get by, to earn a living. It was illegal. It wasn't necessarily the most moral thing in the world. And you're looking back, you're like, man, I can't believe I did that. If I'd gotten busted, I would have gotten in so much trouble. But at the time, it just seemed like all you could do to survive. 855-765-1045. Tim in Jacksonville. Hey, Tim, how are you? All right. How you doing? Great. What did you do? 
Well, back in the 70s when I was in my uh, late teens, early 20s, just starting out in college, I had a part-time job at a kind of a, a Walmart-type store up okay. there in Michigan. All right, up there in Michigan. I worked, Got the, it. I worked in the automotive department, but I had access to houseware, stuff like that. So what I did, I used to take a punch bowl box. You know, they had something that was like three bucks for a punch bowl that you'd use at a party or something. Okay. Punch in, three bucks, take it to the crusher, you know, out of the box, take it to the crusher, and then I would load up that box with a bunch of CB radios, which were a big deal back in those days. Oh, yeah, everyone so loves CB four, radios. Four, five, six CB radios that would cost 60, 70, 80, 90, 100 bucks or whatever they were and just resell them. So I'd throw away a box for three bucks, pack it with stuff, and then come back later and buy that box, you know, risking the fact that if someone bought that box, they might be in trouble with some floor. Well, I mean, I might not be, but they would suspect something. But I'd buy the box off the shelf like a regular customer and just walk out with you know, six CB radios inside yeah. of the $3 punch box. Wow, that is, that's so three, wow, that is, that's, a, you know, you guys are criminal masterminds is what I have to, I'll be honest with you, I never, thought, I remember I had one friend, I thought he was, I thought he was a genius because we had a book sale or a, like a used book sale at school and he wanted this book that was a dollar, but he only had a quarter. So he took the little green tag that said a dollar and he switched it with another book that said a quarter and he went up and bought it. And I thought to myself, wow, how did he, that's, that's ingenious until I explained my, to my parents what he did. And then, uh, they called his parents and he got in a lot of trouble. And I was like, at 75 cents, why you got to rat me out over 75 cents? 855-765-1045. We got to take one more break, but we have a bunch of you guys lined up. Uh, we'll get to you here in just a minute. Stay tuned. Hang on the line. You can change your name. You can be anonymous or you can just tell the whole world who the hell you are if you just don't care. 855-765-1045. Uh, a quick break. We'll be right back. This is the Mark K show on News 104.5 WOKV. 855-765-1045. Somebody said, this is like listening to confession. Uh, oh, you know, and you're like Father K and you need to give them some Hail Marys or something to say. I think that's a sin. I think I would go to hell for that. Um, 855-7, I mean, I'm along with the list of other things that I've already accumulated in my life. 855-765-1045. Wayne in Middleburg. Uh, Wayne, thanks so much for calling the Mark K Show. How are you? All right, how are you? Hey, good. We're still waiting on this Jesse Smollett press conference to start. So while we uh, while we wait on that, why don't you tell us what illegal things you used to do for money? Well, me and my friends used to take batteries out of the well-to-do families in uh, in Massachusetts, a certain place in Massachusetts, and uh, we would take the old batteries out. Wait a couple of days. You know they had to buy a new battery, so they put a new battery in. We'd go back up, replace the old battery. Uh, put the old battery back in. You're, and, talking, you're uh, talking about their cars, right? Yeah, yeah. And then we would uh, we would sell their new batteries. So you would steal the battery from them. They would then go buy a new one, and then you would replace the new battery with the old battery and sell the new battery for money. That is exactly right. Huh? And how did you? And you? Wow, that's amazing. That's really that's that's criminal master. That's dastardly. I dare say. I did. Hey, thanks so much for calling. We really appreciate it. Bob from Palm Coast, how are you? I'm doing good, Mark. How are you? Great, Bob. What did you do? Well, uh, when I was a young young whippersnapper, mm. I had a bad habit of uh, stopping up the toll booths and uh, pissed off because they were charging us toll, and they shouldn't have been charging us toll. It was already past the law, and we'd stop it up with shirts, and then we'd make loops around the bridge back and forth and uh, and take the change back out of the uh, I think because it built up really quick with all those cars going through. How long ago was this? Uh, well, in eighty whatever, eighty four, eighty three. Okay. So this 80, was before sun. This was before sun bass and, and oh, cameras. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah it's when, on the full. Thanks so much. Thanks for calling. The uh, so, uh, so that's it. You'd stop up the toll booth. People would be throwing their money in, and you would, uh, and then you would go back and collect it. Interesting. Kim, those tolls are coming back, by the way. Don't don't think they're not. Kim from Jack's Beach, how are you? I'm good. Um, I had a company credit card, and I posted it because I thought I was underpaid years ago when I was younger. Mm -hmm. I was about 18, and posted up at a gas station and decided to charge about $2 less. They paid me cash, and I'd fill people's tanks. Oh, yeah, that was, uh, what's her name? Did that, Winona Ryder did that in that movie. What was that movie? Was it Singles? And she did that. She had her dad's credit card, and she needed money to pay the rent. So she would offer people, hey, I'll buy your gas. You just give me less cash. And then her dad ended up paying the credit card bill. That's, you know, that's, some, you know, art imitates life. 
I guess, is uh, is what we've all learned. Bob from Jacksonville, how are you? I'm great, Mark. Enjoyed listening to your uh, listeners uh, uh, share their criminal past. Yeah, isn't that great? Me, I've enjoyed it myself. What, uh, <laughs> what makes you feel better about yours, doesn't it? What did you do in the past, Bob, that was a little uh, less than less than on the up and up? Well, I was 12 years old, and they called me Bobby at that time. Uh huh. Use my I use my family's lawnmower to cut other people's grass for money. Mm-hmm. I did not have a license. I did not pay taxes on that money, and I owe <laughs> FICA. And it's been weighing on my conscience for the last sixty years. <laughs> First time I've ever shared this publicly. I hope to God you had insurance at least. <laughs> no, I didn't have. Oh, any Bob, we got to hang up before I, we're going to get phone calls on that one. Look, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it too much. I'm sure you've paid more than your fair share in taxes ever since then. Uh, listen, we're going to we're monitoring this Jesse Smollett situation. The charges have been dropped in Cook County. We'll get more on that information here in just a minute. Tomorrow, Dennis Anderson from Grave Digger. Uh, he'll be joining us at 10:30. Plus, we'll have more on Congress and Trump and collusion and Avenatti and whatever the heck else happens between now and then. Thanks so much for listening. Thanks for watching. Stay tuned. The news. Rush Limbaugh's coming up next on News 104.5 WOKV. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware.